We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be, uh, you know, riddled with, you know, pain, which masks itself as saltiness or bitterness or maybe even a little uh, uh, spiciness, you know, as we like sort of expand our horizons. But at the end of the day, our natural natures come out and that is our sweetness. We're docu-sweeties. Hi. Hey. Yay. Uh, so let, let's talk about what we're talking about today. You know, we're knee deep in the middle of two 90-day worlds. And one being 90-day fiance before the 90 days, which have you heard our episode just came out. And the other one being today's episode, 90-day fiance. We are towing it. We are the other way. This is season five, episode five, with the title of My So-Called Wi-Fi, which obviously is uh, a pun uh, based upon the best show ever made, uh, the best show ever made. Uh, so it, that's what that is, the best show ever made. It was so edgy, and I want to watch it again now with this adult eye and see if I think still think that it was like the most edgiest yep. thing I had ever seen on TV. Uh, anywho, so, you know, I really do think that Brandon and Mary bring the fire this was a good episode for me, for them. Of course, I skipped over Kenny and Armando. <laughs> I just can't. I don't, I have no, I don't care, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're great. I love their love, but I can't watch their drama. You can not accommodate any more of Armando com Armand comedate any more of them. God, I really yeah. Armand date Armand Armandmedate Armandmedate. You know what? You yeah. Well, we'll get back to you on that. But she tried so hard. So this this okay. What do you, let's start with men or do well? Should we save Mary and Brandon for the last? Let's get through. Oh, Kimberly and TJ are great too. So let's yeah, get through yeah. some BS people. Okay. So um, so BS people are Julio and. Kirsten. I mean, yeah. obviously, they're the they're the BS, BSE of the BSEs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this kind of started to say the thing that was like kind of like unspoken, which you know was which is we'll say, but basically, he's in the car with her, and he's like, "Hey, did you have a fun time last night?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> Maybe some moments of a smile here and there, but no, mostly you keep taking me places where other people tell me things that we've never discussed that I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> and now it's like a thing. And you want me to, in front of these people acquiesce and say, okay, to something that I'm now being like, it's being sprung upon me. And there's so many, so many ways of looking at it. One is like, look, I'm a, I'm a normal, nice person. So if you've been feeling this way, I just kind of wish you had just talked to me about if you didn't want to live with me or if you didn't want to live there and you were having second thoughts of living of leaving America. Like, but what's happening is, is that you were too scared to ever tell me that. And now you are pushing me into situations that I'm already uncomfortable with because, you know, I'm like, this is my first time here and I'm already like a foreigner and I don't know. And none of these people really know about me because you refuse to even tell them that we were in a relationship. But now in front of them, you're, you're pushing something on me and want me to say yes to. And it's like, I mean, it's really, it's really fucked up of him. And I'm really happy that she 
isn't weird or like go with the flow or like whatever or me she's not even being like she's not picking fights with him she's sort of just like standing her ground and then just being very honest about like you never said any of that so why is it happening now and you definitely feel those things you can't back out of that now i want you to be honest with me it's obvious that you feel those things what you know yep and he says well, you gave me an ultimatum and I do love you. So, you know, but things, things are moving fast. And we're all like, why did you sign up for this show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not called five-year fiance. <laughs> yeah. Take your time, really settle into that fiance. Yeah, it, it's like, hey. You, this is what I told. It's called toe. Like you can't ask her to like live here for two months. It's not called ninety day fiance. <laughs> it's called the other way toe. So mm-hmm. um, it's just really interesting that he is doing this, and then he's kind of putting it back on her by saying, "You gave me an ultimatum," and it just it, it just feels like either they have no problems and this is the drama they're making up or I don't know we just have another like Christian on our hands you know of Cleo and Christian so it's kind of bumming bummer to see but he does take her to dinner or breakfast breakfast the next day yeah and I'm going to be honest with you what I, I thought like hollandaise and like eggs benedict was like netherland food (laughs) <laughs> you know this is a great point so i so hollandaise sauce is very similar to bernay sauce which is one of my favorite sauces to eat steak with uh but there, there's a slight difference i looked it up so bernay's meanwhile built upon hollandaise with white wine vinegar shallots tarragon and other fresh herbs definitely i love a lemony bernay's but you know yeah like but she, he was like, you're not used to potatoes for breakfast. And I was like, oh, potatoes? But no, no, okay, well, yeah, maybe I could, you know, hash browns. But yeah, like, you know, a saucy egg feels very French. Now, it's a lot of food for breakfast with a lot of sauce. So it does, <laughs> the, the, por- the portion of it and the plating of it is distinctly American. Distinctly, you know, like, and, and American corporate restaurant That. Mm that wants to please the eye and showcase an abundant abundant plate that makes someone think, oh, I'm getting my money's worth and mm-hmm. this is good food. I'll come back and I don't mind paying $14 for this. <laughs> you know, like, it's not- Why you- did you clock them? Just clocking, 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 Chris. <laughs> you know, because, the, because, okay, so an Eggs Benedict in a five-star restaurant would be 28 to $32, you know, and- <laughs> And it won't ever look like that. You yeah, know, the portions like wouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. It won't mm-hmm. be on the plate like that. It will still be two eggs. It will still be over, you know, it's just so interesting and how, it's just interesting how uh, things come off. But yeah, she thought, she thought it was yummy. I actually, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, like I can't eat the whole plate, but definitely if you're hungover, eggs Benedict is very yummy. Like I, this is a long time to talk about this, but I don't like the Canadian ham, the thick cut ham, which often is what hollandaise, or sorry, often is what it's on at eggs Benedict. I'd rather just have bacon. That's me. <laughs> and if there's avocado great so basically she's leaving tomorrow that's mm-hmm, all you have to know mm-hmm, about that mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened you want oh more? i guess one thing is i yeah oh. he tries to lure her being like well you should, you should stay in america she's like really with all the gun violence and everything you know we've talked about he's like yeah but have you tried that pizza she's like yeah 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 but we also live by italy he's like <laughs> 
fuck Italy. Have you tried that pizza? Which I, which LOL so American. And I love New York food, but like, it's so, yeah, it's so funny that she's like, you literally never talked about hating Netherlands food or even talked about food the entire time. You'll literally like grasp any straw to like stay on <laughs> continent. You'll be, you know, it's so funny. But he also, he also says that he can't imagine living in the U.S. Like that's not his final resting home. Like that's not the place he's going to die. And like, so it feels like really counterintuitive for him to be like, hey, yeah, um, can you actually just come here first for like two months and then get to know my family, then we can go. And she's like, no. I love her saying no. I know. So the no. Mm-mm. No, you paint, <laughs> you paint yourself. As being like, what, like a totally crazy adventurous guy who like is willing to do anything and like isn't tied down and isn't like unsophisticated. And here you are yeah. crying about your New York pizza when I have Italy right by me. Okay. Yep. Sure, yep. Jan. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> uh, we can move on if you're ready. All right. Danielle and Johan. Mm-hmm. Wow. Danielle, Yo- Johan, and Danielle's weave Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we start off with the lovely friends Uh, we have those amazing friends and this time they've got tan lines they have been laying out they Mm -hmm. have been living their best lives Mm-hmm. What did you think of those friends, Chris? I just am so happy they're here. They're, I feel like this is a calculated effort to make her more palatable. Mm, oh. <gasps> yeah. Wow. See, this is what I'm saying. This is why I sometimes like revert to you with certain like reality TV gimmicks and things that happen. Because you have like, you're like, oh, I know what's happening. And me, I'm like, huh? You know? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not on the, pre- I'm not on the phone calls, but it feels like, you know, last season was so her being horrible and everyone hated her or whatever. And now like, she's hey, Chris, Chris Farah. Yeah. We need, we need your yeah. ideas. So you want to know what yeah. we think? Yeah. Can you, can I'm you a consultant? Yeah. 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 Matt surprised me. And I'm just like, I'm like Raymond. I'm like, Oh, Matt, baby, let me tell you what I think you should do. You know? Um, but basically last season was was horrible if you painted her horribly she looked like a crazy person it was like whatever and then she comes back on the season she's halfway in the season so she like is a really slow slow to warm almost like she tiptoes <laughs> in like remember me she like pretends that she's a different person she disguises herself with long hair she brings two people who speak better spanish than her who can relate to johan more who she, you know like who all the things okay yeah. so you know who like is a, is a stepping stone between them and so yeah all together it's just so funny and it really works out but they're so lovely and then um he he comes in and he was like how was your day at the beach mm-hmm. and every mm-hmm. woman's like yeah! <laughs> you know which is like which is cute whatever um he they're talking a little bit about the kids they want you know they're like, well, are you ready to have kids? And Danielle's, Danielle's like, well, I had a kid member when I was 21 and I wasn't readier then than now, you know? And then she kind of has a back and forth of like, yeah. what it's like to raise a kid there, what's it like to raise a kid then? And then um, <laughs> she's like, you know, he just wants to have sex every day. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, I just want to have sex every day. And then he, she now has to tell him when she can't have sex. And I am just like, yeah, we breathe every day. <laughs> we eat every day. I know it sounds, I mean, like, if I had, if I was with someone who I found attract, like, attractive, and you know that Danielle uh, finds Johan really attractive, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
And that person wanted to have sex with me every day, barring, of course, like physical ailments or periods or like whatever, like some sort of surgery or whatever. Like, you know, obviously things come up and down. <laughs> but most of the time, every day I'd be like, yeah, this is, it's the time when we have sex because I get to have sex with the person that I find incredibly attractive that I'm with, I'm with, right? Like, oh, yay. I can't imagine a world in which she's like, no, unless she's really being like, bitch, that is a that is a baby that is a, that is swinging from, I can't always have sex with, I mean, unless she's going to really be like, it hurts sometimes and I can't just always have sex and I'm, I'm raw, you know, which, whoa, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to, like, you know, this, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be empathetic. Three stages. You took us through each through, stage. I, it was great. More, yeah. Um, I'm like, can you imagine this is the 80, can you imagine <laughs> that you all listen to a podcast by like at least one person with diagnosed ADHD? So, um, they talk about the cost of IVF and he ta starts talking about how he believes that God gives you children. And I just, for a minute, like he said that, and I just felt like fairy dust just got thrown in the air. It was like, I was like, also the egg, the sperm has to get to the egg. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> also the sperm has to get to the egg. So maybe you should do something outside of the body to help the sperm get to the egg. Mm -hmm. you know, you've been trying for so long and the friends are like, Hey, we, we want them to wait a little longer to get to know each other, honestly, because Johan just throws away jobs willy nilly. And I would hope that our friend would be smarter the second time around. And Johan just like, doesn't quite understand why they just can't keep trying every single day. And she's like, okay, I can't. Um, but then we have a scene where they go to hang out with Johan's family, which A, for me, was unexpected. And secondly, I always do that. <laughs> and secondly, is a treat to see his family again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that scene. I just say he, in the, in when they're on the way, they're in the car, the girls in the back kicking. And at one point he's wearing sunglasses that I wish I had a picture of for you and Patreon. I don't have it, but oh, yeah. you, saw, looks, you watched it. It looks cute. So, I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> the glasses were a certain kind. I, you know, like, you know, here's the thing. He's a handsome man. He can pull off anything, but at the same time, he's so handsome that I know how much better that whole face with those bad bone structure, everything would look with like, uh, just like a little bit of a, a little different. I know that's me, but that's him. I'm, I'm at the same time, he's living his best life. So, and again, I like him this season because it feels like he, you know, this is a whole different vibe. He's not like, oh, who's this Daniela friend that has a big dick and in, in threatening me? He's like, look at these two fun people that speak Spanish and I'm not threatened by and think that I'm great, you know, like it kind of thinks she's dumb, you know, so like it's great for him. It's also nice to see on this show. Normally we have the rude ass friend who comes into town. Like think of Jen and her friends. Um, think of Debbie and her, no, not really Debbie and her daughters. Who else? Anyways, or like, Sumit and his parents. You know what I'm saying? Like this is actually a sweet reunion or a sweet meeting of friends slash family. And I'm in for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was gonna say he brings a drum and they in went into the to the lake festivities which was like oh great and then they seem he's like he's always bringing bottles too and he like has some sort of bottles you know his like family doesn't know why he's that tall. He like <laughs> loves his nieces and nephews. It makes me really really happy. Yeah he was twelve pounds jesus lord have mercy um jesus lord have mercy and 
you know, it was a good time at the river. I love that. They was like, oh, this is the Rio. I was like, oh, so cute. All right. Um, that's it, right? Oh, we yeah. talk about her, her pH balance. So she doesn't actually get into the river because her flora and her fauna were get like messed up. And so she, you know what I'm saying? She, well, like, flora and fauna is just basic words for, you know, like sea life and anemones. So she's talking about her like b bacteria vaginosis or like, you know, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Now she's not wrong. Like in a sense of hot bodies of water that are fresh water might not have all of the, you know, you could, you know, Get some. Yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah that 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 does ring true for me um all right let's move on to uh, let's just Kenny and Armando and just get them done no, because then we have all the great people left right you took, you took notes for them no but we have to talk about okay no but here's all I'll tell you about this is basically what happens we have more okay this is Kenny and Armando we have more of this conversation with the mom where the mom has like unfortunately did the mom thing Armando's mom last episode was basically like you have done so many things you keep hurting me and Armando just had it up to fucking here with it he was like listen you're not a probrosita I'm the probrosito you know why because my whole ass wife died and I had to come out of the closet and raise a little girl by myself and then in this episode without Hannah he's like bitch I didn't even tell you the worst part the worst part was I was suicidal so having said that I'm gonna say this <laughs> They are not a fun couple to watch this season. They've never been. Everything has been kind of boring, boring, boring. And there's a story about, and now we're going to get back to the story about whether they're going to have a kid and Kenny's going to be like 70, you know, 72 with like, you know, birthing a kid. I don't know. But anyway, I am, I am happy for this scene because I don't think that a lot of people, especially mothers, like in that kind, understand out of their mind like what was done to them and what wasn't done for their son like she i think that she in her mind really was in a victimy place of like i keep having to go through this and why do i keep having to go through this and he's like come on come on wake up i had to go you know and i was alone like you went through shit and at least you had i mean it was a stone cold wall you slept through my dad every night but at least you had your you know whatever it is so that's what happened with them and now we can get to the two best people kimberly and, T and tj and mary and brandon um mary and brandon let's go okay mary and brandon but wait before we go to mary and brandon let's go to a break this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Marianne Brandon. Uh, I mean, their storyline just brings it to us every single time. Does it not? It. I mean, for me, it really does. I don't. Uh, I, I, I. They feel like the most immature couple that is the most toxic <laughs> couple that keeps going back and forth. And you're like, do not, I don't want to hear anymore. You're horrible. They keep breaking up. They keep getting back together. And after you keep hearing about the relationship, you will write off each either person in your life for the rest of your life because of how <laughs> crazy, you know, they are from hearing about this. Like, that's the kind of thing, but we they're on, they're on the seasons. So we have to, we have to hear about it. It's crazy though. Go ahead. 
You know what? I I just imagine that Brandon is stuck there. Like maybe he spent his last dime to go to the Philippines. And so even if shit doesn't work, he's just there until he can earn enough money. And how he's going to earn enough money, we don't know. Maybe cameo, but he's going to earn enough money at some point to be able to purchase a ticket to leave. Because he sunk all of his money into that house. So that's his house. So this, this makes them an interesting couple. Like what if they are a couple that's on... Bef- uh, you know, toe, then before the 90 days, then 90 day fiance, then happily ever after, you know what I'm saying? Then they get their own spinoff. This could go on for years. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I couldn't unmute myself. I, <laughs> um, I will say, I just feel like I, are they going to stay together? <laughs> no, but I mean, he would be stuck there. Like I'm saying, how would he, how would he get a ticket? To leave, like, what if he'd spend all his money? I know who, the godparents. Oh yeah, he's. I'm assuming. Okay, this is what I wondered. He had the place that he was living in. Did he sell that place? The trailer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just saying he had to get some money. He has to get. Anyway, so <laughs> he wakes up and it's like you know it's cock a doodle doo, honey, and like <laughs> that cock is loud you know like this is the second time i think this uh this we, in, in, sorry the second time we've heard a loud animal in <laughs> a tin roof where the loud animal is making a sound and then the sound sounds like it's through a boy's speaker you know where it's like <laughs> so, loud. so then she's like how did you sleep and he's like horribly like i'm foot to face in a tiny bed, you know? And then we realized that she like left and like in the middle of the night because he kept kicking her in the head and then like she felt bad and he felt bad and he doesn't get why she isn't like, when the lights go out, I'm going to be totally naked in your spoon, you know? Like, which is okay <laughs> what I thought was going to happen too. But yeah, she really kept it, kept it right, kept it tight and kept it, you know, <laughs> distant, honey. It was like, holy ghost, uh, a lot of room. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the next morning he gets fed and she wants to fatten him up because she wants him to be cuddly like a bear but secretly i believe it's because she doesn't want other people to be attracted to him yes she's sick this is a sick person yeah she's bananas i mean you know like she's banana ramas she she scares the living shit out of me she got in this situation and just became her to the nth power we have that morning it's, he's told Brandon that he has to learn how to farm with her grandfather because he's, you know, a man in the house. And maybe be like, where is that brother? Where does he live? Or does he live there? And like, you know, what does he do? And um, so she takes him with her little umbrella and he puts on galoshes and he gets there and his feet just starts to sink. He gets stuck. Grandfather has, Lolo has to get him and he, Lolo is laughing the whole time and so he then like tells us about opening up the soil for the rice field and then he says that there's excrement in the water which is like so disgusting to me you know (laughs) yes i i you know okay i watched this and tried to piece together what the hell is happening (laughs) they're okay they're far okay so a couple of things they have a farm there's animals they're right. They also 
farm rice. Rice also grows there. Now, okay, so but what we're looking at, my loves, is a pond of mud and other things so wet that it's just moving back and forth in waves as an animal drudges through it and like maybe rakes underneath the mud but like you can't even see the mud there's so much water on top so now i should tonight deep dive for you and tell you why this is part of of rice farming or how this does any how this does any the like in my mind i'm like okay let's talk about this why does the water dry off? They're going to use the cow dung mud as fertilizer to then put in a different part of the yard where the rice will then grow with that mud cow dung. Like, is this, are we making fertilizer, wet fertilizer? Like, is is this a big soup and they're just using this cow and this like weird rake to like, to kind of just get everything in one mixed together? Like what? I, I truly like, and the point thing, no, one thing about Brandon is he's going along for the ride. Literally, <laughs> he does not know what's happening, and they don't. And like, I would be like, "Hey, boo, will you just also like tell me like what the what what it is that like I'm we're doing a little bit like what am I I'm staying on and then <laughs> moving the cow around just around different places, any every part like a Roomba." Like, what is, you know, because they don't know. No one knows. <laughs> the <laughs> the rice grows in that. Like that's that is the soil for the rice. Rice grows so in wet. marshes. Yeah, mar rice grows in marshes. But wait, so it's gonna. So are you saying the stalks of the rice are gonna grow so high that it's gonna be above the water? <laughs> um, not my dumb. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, because I really don't know. But I've seen people in like rice fields. Like I want to. If you just Google rice fields, okay. you'll okay. see. <laughs> you'll see. But everyone, um, take a moment and Google. Unless you're driving, be safe. No, no, we'll do it for you. We'll do it for you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, basically, he does an okay job. Like, he doesn't fall off, you know, um, in the sense, you know, like. You, are I, you seeing rice fields? Did you Google it? I'm, cut, I, can you not tell that my, my book, <laughs> the way I'm talking in my cadence is I'm trying to buy myself time right now? Like, I actually did do rice fields, but then what happened wasn't it happened again. It's something called a paddy field came yes, up. Yes, this, this. Okay, a paddy field is a flooded field of arable land used for growing semi-aquatic crops, most notably rice and taro. It originates from the Neolithic rice-forming cultures of the Yangtze River Basin in southern China, associated with pre-Austronesian and, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, anyways, that's how rice is. Hamangian cultures. Mm -hmm. A paddy field. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, wow, no, I didn't know it. I didn't know. And, um, and didn't yeah, know. So basically he, he, I, Brandon is doing the best because Brandon does this thing that, uh, you know, Ty and Patrick did where Patrick wants to be respectful in the eyes of the elder peers, as well as honest with them. So Patrick wanted Thais to like talk to her dad oh. and tell, <laughs> and tell her that like, tell Thais's dad that like they're getting married. It's like that. And he, like thought it was like he's like he felt it disingenuous or dis, uh, dig, not dignified for him to do that right he's like no that's not for me which i almost feel which i agree with and so mm -hmm. i give it to brandan to also mm -hmm. just be like hey just you know couple a couple of things i didn't know i was supposed to ask his um you know whole ass permission and you didn't tell me that so uh i kissed you at the airport 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell him that. And I'm also going to tell him, like she didn't, he didn't say this. I'm also going to tell him that no one told me I didn't know that. So that I'm sorry, but that I'd already happened. So that when he watches the episode, he knows that I'm a good guy, but he doesn't say that stuff. He's just like, yeah, I just told him because then, yeah, he's like, look, tell Lolo, your grandpa that we kissed. And then I was like, are you going to also tell him that you didn't know that you couldn't kiss yet? Are you going to also tell him that you want to kiss more? But like, basically they're so scared. And then Lolo's like, oh, you kissed. Okay. Well you can kiss then. <laughs> Yeah, she was really, really terrified. Um, but I think he was kind of impressed that Brandan went and was in the rice fields with him um, cultivating the land, which I thought was nice too. So then the next scene with them is they go to the beach and it's in a tricycle and Brandan doesn't know what a tricycle is. Now, I don't know that I would have called that a tricycle, like, to me, that's a motorcycle with a, I don't know what, on it. But it's almost like a a villain getaway. So they get to the, the beach, and they sit down. And there are the three friends, Pudding, Jello, and Ponk. Let's talk about those names. Okay, let's talk about it. First of all, I thought, at first, I thought it was Pudding, Jello, and Paul. <laughs> 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 which having a normal name is even hunt it was like you know then i was like oh it's pong okay good it's all crazy <laughs> yes it's so cute putting yeah. jello and pong it i mean the cutest little trio you done ever seen yeah. okay and pong is not mm-hmm. to be messed with mm-hmm. pond got a hold of some peroxide and like went to town you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah no uh pong is feeling himself you know feeling himself. Like, mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, they sit down and, you know, Brandon confesses that he was jealous of them because they got to hang out with her. And they ask Brandon why he's jealous. And he explains that she stopped him from hanging out with anybody ever. Mm-hmm. The friends are like, well, did she tell you that she sometimes disconnects the Wi-Fi and comes and hangs out with us? wasn't that an interesting choice because you know they could have been like wait mary you don't let him ever like hang out with anyone else and you tell him you tell him and then you get mad at him for not well obviously he's not gonna let you hang out with anyone if you're not letting him hang out with anyone mary don't be dumb they don't say that to mary (laughs) they do is exactly what wa says which is like oh really what does she tell you that she fucking lies to your face? (laughs) (laughs) Which is such an interesting choice. Like you could call your friend and make the relationship better. But they just kind of like do that. And I will tell you this. I don't know which one, Jello or one of them, Jam. One of them <laughs> is laughing his balls off during yeah. the scene. One of them finds this scene very funny. Is you that know, pudding? Like, Pong is the one doing the doing the dirty work. Yes. There's pudding and there's jello, right? Jello is in the middle, and then pudding is towards the beach. It was pudding. Okay, yeah. Pudding, pudding had a smile on him. Pudding, Pudding had a, a little smirk on him, honey. The whole time. The entire time. So yes. I don't know. I was just like, how real is it? I'm like, then I'm like, is this real? But then she suddenly does the whole, you know, Mary, Mary Tears, you know, like Our Lady <laughs> of Mary Guadalupe, where she just like, you know, rains down sudden miraculous tears from who knows what, you know, like. Yeah, then she, it's like she suddenly, okay. This is what I think she's crazy because the obvious thing is the thing I just said, right? Mary, 
why the fuck would you complain or be mad at someone for being jealous and or not wanting to hang out with someone you're so crazily jealous and doesn't want them to hang out with anyone anyway? Yeah, like you want to be like, it's so crazy. You won't let me hang out with my friends, bitch. It's crazy that you don't understand how seats on airlines work and you can't just not sit next to someone, you know? Like he's not paying for first class on a private jet. Are you insane? It's not Drake you're dating. So So like that part, it's just like, but then what we have to see is that what her understand that she's supposed to then get that. And we see what tears of her recognition, but I don't even really think it's recognition. It mostly comes on as some weird near jerk reaction to having either been found out because the tears just flow, but I don't see the emotion behind of like what they are, what they're, what, what, why they're there. God, I can't talk. You know what I'm saying though? <laughs> Um, okay. Yes. I think that she turns on tears and they just happen. And then I don't quite know if she feels sad or if she's caught or if she knows that she's caught. Get her no, she's caught. it'll get she's out caught. of the situation and or it'll just get her attention she, because she's beautiful. And to suddenly she, the tears start and he's just like, baby, or whatever he calls her, Bubby or whatever. I mean, like he calls her something that's reminiscent of what you would call like your Jewish grandmother from New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, baby, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. But then he like starts like... <laughs> Touching her face and like comforting her. And then, uh, you know, Jimmy and Jam and Pudding are just like watching this happen. You know, it's bananas. Bananas. It's banana pudding. I love banana pudding. I can't with you. I can't. We have to take a break. Kimberly and TJ. This is a great episode again because Jenny and um, Rishi and Sumit and Jen, none of those people were ever going to get to a wedding that we got to fully see all the glory of. <laughs> none of those people's family the indian families wanted nothing to do with it not a thing to do with that wedding and so we were never going to see all the beautiful cultures and the meetings because like you know like that's reserved for people that are holy and, and have god's blessing on them you know like and those old biddies don't so um here we are and for some reason kimberly's going to which she does not deserve it by the way having said that we all know how much better of a person jenny of Jenny and Sumit is and Kimberly. <laughs> like TJ's mom should be only too happy to get a Jenny over Kimberly, but you'll never think that way. So um, yeah, you know, Kimberly's been pouting upstairs forever how long. And um, he is going up in between their house and his house. He's going with the in- inside and outside shoes. And sometimes the, the outside shoes are his mom's shoes. And so sometimes <laughs> he's wearing like socks and those shoes. Well, <laughs> so he tells her like hey let's get outside and have a conversation so they go outside and she puts on galoshes for some reason and he's in chanclas and they walk a little bit down the street and sit down and talk about just how they need to better communicate with each other and how they need to talk certain ways and tr- not try to cuss when they're angry and calmly say hey you're yelling at me and he's agreed and the whole time i'm just looking at her eyeshadow and it's like have you have you looked at her eye makeup it's like a weird auburn or brown but like kind of like a red brown just on her lid not buffed out it just like ragged edges and then a like kind of thick eye liner that goes into a slight cat eye or no cat eye at all sorry yeah she, you know, I don't know. No, I would say her makeup has not registered neither here nor there. Like <laughs> Kimberly is in her own world and Kimberly's entire motivation in every scene is to make sure that person knows that she's a victim. 
like every scene with TJ and the scene with the brother, she's just always being like, but I'm a more victim, but I'm a victim, but I'm a victim. I'm a smart victim though. Very smart victim. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very worldly smart, clairvoyant victim, clairvoyant. Like, you know, like that's what I feel like her whole agenda is, you know, but um, so let's get into it. So I, it's beautiful. Was so excited. I know she is when we get into all the pageantry of the week before the wedding. Yes. TJ's like, yeah, like we got things going, you know, I obviously keep talking about how shitty she is to my family, but at the same time they can hear we're in a building. So like half of it's like, you can blame him for telling his family. And the other half of it is like the very real possibility of they heard her call him a dick over and over again. (laughs) You know? Um, Yeah. 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 So he, so they come out of this and then it is the day, day one of the festivities. The wedding is seven days. And it's like, God bless us. The best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like what a way to celebrate someone's fucking union. I love it. I love it. I love it. And she's uncomfortable because she doesn't know how the family feels about her. And the mother says that the way she behaved was unacceptable, but here we are, here we are. And we're moving forward with things. So they get, um, I guess, a little blessing where they make a clay remnant or replica of um, one of the gods with like, one that looks like an elephant. I want to say Ganesha, Ganesha or Ganesha. And so um, it's a good good time for the family. The next day they have a party until 10 p.m. because, you know, you can't make noise past 10 p.m., which I love that. Um, she gets money from the auntie and she doesn't have like, quite the right 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 reaction to me like i would have been like oh my god mm-hmm. auntie namaste namaste yes namaste auntie Fix her she's face. like yeah she had she is just like oh i cool cool thanks you know it was just yes. so weird it was so weird um so she the next day he has to go to work and she goes to get mangles with her brother-in-law, which is so cute. I love that they put the plastic bag over the hand. They slip the bangles on. And she's like, great, I'll take this. But I'll, I'll change around when I get at home. And I was like, girl, you don't have to be. Why, why do you have to say that? Like, what? just take the things and go. You don't have to tell him that you hated the order he put it in. Like, it's just a girl too yes. much. TMI. Yeah. Will you please tell me, isolate that for a moment for a second. <laughs> So she's in her mind like, mm-hmm, I don't like it. I'm very particular. I like things my way. And in her mind, it's also like, I like things my way and my way is the best way. And everyone should do things my way. And she also thinks people pay me for my opinion, mostly about their lives and their future. So I definitely think my opinion is the most important because people pay me for my opinion on their lives. So when it comes to this bracelet, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's obnoxious for her to say it out loud. There's no, it's unnecessary, you know, like it's also, yeah, you have horrible style. So like, I just assume whatever you're going to do, those bracelets going to ruin it. You know, like that man's a professional bangler. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah. But so then, yeah, God bless. Next. She gets into an argument Ugh. at the top of some steps staircase yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like what are they climbing up into i think um, i was like is there some food like i think like in my mind i was like can you set the scene up a little better like there's no street food they could pretend to have gotten or drinks and then they have to sit down and then consume those things and thusly the conversation happens but instead they're like <laughs> all right well we got you to be 
doing something which is away from tj for some miraculous reason uh now now just you guys go there to talk they fight about her place in the family and how the brother-in-law feels about her and the way she's behaving and so he says that she has ego because she's like i'm told i can't eat garlic now chris i have never known garlic to be so important to one person i don't understand everything from the garlic on there's like so many things afoot. One thing is that I don't understand. I have never, <laughs> I've never in my life dated an Indian gentleman for no reason other than I have not had the luck or the opportunity to do so. Okay. Having said that, I've watched enough of the show to understand that if I ever fell in love with an Indian gentleman who lived in India and that if we had gone to a place where the option now was I was going to move to India... I would understand at this juncture from my limited understanding of culture, just from watching TV and movies, that there'd be certain things that were to be expected of me. And I do not get how she, like, she feels entitled to the way she wants to live her life there. But she's a choosy beggar, again, because she is complaining about why she can't live the way she wants to live in his parents' home. His <laughs> parents home she is not saying you know what i'm such a great clairvoyant no i really am so talented that i have i have helped so many people that they have through word of mouth sent me so many people that i just happen to have made a lot of money not even that i charge it's just that that's how great i am so i have <laughs> made a lot of money and saved it so i'm going to go to india i'm in love with you i'm going to i'll tell you though i i'm a little spoiled and I just kind of want to live the way I want to live. If that is okay with you and you want to talk to your family, I'm going to live in a different house. I'm going to live next door, whatever it is. And I I own that place and I'm going to live the way I want to live there, which is the way I live. That is how it is. But this girl thinks that she's going to move to a foreign country and then have an apartment built for her, a wedding given to her, and her living situation be exactly how she wants to live because she's dominant, she says. She's just like the brother. They're dominant and they want things their way. And anything that she's supposed to do is quote-unquote for the birds, which is now a secondary, archaic, old person-y, not real thing people say nowadays. This bitch, again, is the same bitch that was like, <laughs> how now, brown cow? Like, she's from Rock <laughs> and now she's going to say, that's for the birds. Like, uh, what are you, Danny Zuko? I don't even understand. <laughs> you know, Old-fashioned. Yeah, she is just, she's, she's. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times can I say, like, she's crazy? And I know I said it a bunch with Mary, but it's like, you're watching the same show with me. Like, that's not like you would run. You would yeah. run, you know? Like, and I hate to say that because I don't even I would want to be a feminist, but TJ is fine. And you know who else is fine? Brandon is mildly, mildly okay. He's not, he's, he's not for everyone, but he's demonstrated some strength, also some audacity, but also some strength. <laughs> TJ is great. TJ is fine. TJ is a fine beautiful, as hot as hell, cute, cute beautiful looking man. Yep. And every time I look at him and I'm like, why her? And I hate yes. it. I'm being a hater. I'm being, yes. I'm being, and I hate oh, it. I, I hate agree. it. I agree. Oh, I, I don't, listen, Thank there's you. gotta okay. be the most, I don't, listen, I don't okay. understand it because there, you know that he's surrounded by the, by very beautiful women. I just, like, mm. she's, uh, now having mm. said that Kimberly is not ugly. No. Mm -mm. She's not. Mm -mm, not at all. And Mary's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she would be with more of a Dungeons and Dragons guy. 
she gives me she gives me like fair maiden you know anyways uh, so let me so let's let's get this is bitter let's get back to the sweets um so she has a conversation on the rooftop with her brother-in-law and she says that she should be able to do what she wants and then she's like well what if i want to eat pork and eat beef he's like well then you we couldn't be we wouldn't say and we couldn't say that you'd be part of our family and then um she says um i have to do what you say for the rest of my life or i can't be in the family and then he says my brother spent all this money to build the apartment on top and she's like well I moved across the world. And bro's like, he broke with traditions to marry you. And she's like, I uh, moved across the world. <laughs> and garlic is so tasty. And the brother's like, why is garlic so tasty? <laughs> she's like, he's like, Indians, we don't have individuality, freedom. These are Western things. We set our boundaries because it's good for us. And so she's like, so it's okay for you to have an opinion <laughs> to express yourself, but it's not okay for me. And he says, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, wow, wow. She really brought that out of him. She said, I, I understand that I was free coming here and moving here is constricting me. And he's like, well, who is stopping you from going home? I, 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 that <laughs> happened. I was like, who? Are, that happened. And I was like, Ianla? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Riz, that was great. That was great because <laughs> it was so like biting, smart, obvious. <laughs> <laughs> that's the coldest line on ninety. This is the cold. This that's like <laughs> that like blew me away because <laughs> it's true. I'm like, like it's, oh. Because what do you say to the person that's just like, I'm a victim. I did this for him. I did that. I'm doing this. I He's like, all right, bitch. Then don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And if it's so hard for you and you're complaining so much about all of that that you had, then don't do it then. And let us live our lives. You know why? My mom really enjoyed not having to hear dick, 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 dick all night long. She enjoyed not having to hear that. You know, like, also, I wanted to be like, also, bitch, my brother's hot. So it's not like <laughs> he doesn't you know, need you. Yeah, what do you, you think? You, you didn't meet some like dumb, dumb fuck, you know, you know, never met a woman. He didn't meet a Nicola. <laughs> He's not a Nicola. Yep, yep, yep. Nicola, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. a Nicola. Um, so having said that, I, I did love the fact that it was so biting. I do love um, the fact that she like had to be told, told. And then half of me also thinks that she wants to fuck that brother. Oh, wow. You felt that energy come through. So think about that like we're both doms okay are you like things our way you, um she you're a little clairvoyant as well uh so the, the brothers i'm i'm claire danes <laughs> yeah um you're clarisol um Honey, my so-called life bringing it all <laughs> back around you know yes okay so he says to her you are not staying here temporarily actually i'm telling you you're not staying here temporarily and she's like well how long am i staying and he's like, what the family, stupid? <laughs> it's with the family I'm saying. And she's like, did you call me stupid? Did you call me stupid is what I asked. And he's like, you were showing stupidity. And I'm like, no, bro, we all didn't understand you. I had no idea what he meant by that. I know. I know. That's, that was a fault on his mood because then she used that to jump down. She is, she is very, she is manipulative. 
I could see it working, you know, like I feel like this, when this happens with a brother and they showcase what happens next, I'm like, she, she's so silently smirking in the corners, knowing that she like is going to get between TJ and his brother. And it made me feel really shitty for him. And I want, I mean, I also kind of be like, I bet you anything that there's going to be times in which I bet you that his mother thinks that she's a witch. <laughs> oh, I think so. There's no way that like, especially if she ever hears that she's like into the tarot cards and the sage or whatever the fuck she's into. Like I, <laughs> and the way that she looks and because of the eyeliner we've already talked about and like, you know, yeah, she, she gives weird witchy vibes. And, um, I also can, okay. Can we just talk about one more? Why, why can't TJ go to America again? Because in, India is just hard for, obviously this is the third person. It's just hard for Indian people to get visas here. Is that why? I think so. I think you have to come over on like either student or a work visa to like work in maybe certain industries. Um, it's a lot easier to get into Canada here than it is the U.S. But okay, but then okay, so if you get married there, there, then you can apply as an already married person to come live in America, though, right? Um, I don't know. I I just yeah, I don't know. Because obviously Jenny doesn't give a shit about ever living in America. I think like Jenny is only too happy that she has made, you know, like $600 every month in social security money that she can turn into living her lavish sleeping <laughs> into noon life in India, you know? But yeah, I guess I just like, anyway. All right. Well, that's all I have for them, babes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, so if you guys would like to join us on Patreon, $10 a month um patreon.com slash docusweetie so that you can see the visuals of what you're listening to today as well as exclusive content you get the episodes 24 hours before anyone else and uh we do a live every first monday of the month which you guys missed yesterday but you have next month to look forward to ten dollars a month patreon.com slash docusweeties and chris will tell you about our social media should you not be able to do the patreon chris here I go. So we exist on Instagram at DocuSweeties, TikTok at DocuSweeties, what is formerly known as Twitter, now known as X, at DocuSweeties1, and drumroll wah. Yeah. I said drumroll. Wah, wah her trumpet, trumpet announcement. That's okay. I love her so much. I love her so much. So, uh, you know, I love that girl. Uh, Facebook. We exist on Facebook. It is DocuSweeties. DocuSweeties, the podcast group on Facebook. So join us. We're so excited to have you. Okay. And then there's nothing up there yet, but we'll get to it. Okay. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>